Welcome to The Rank with John and Zach. I'm John. I'm Zach. We've been friends since Cub Scouts, and now 30 years later, we decided to start a podcast where we'll be ranking anything and everything. You know, the natural progression of events for millennials. You're probably wondering what credentials we have to rank anything. Well, we don't have any. If you disagree, <laughs> join the discussion at Twitter at, at the Rank Podcast, on our website at therankwithjohnandzach.com, or email us at therankwithjohnandzach at protonmail.com. You can also support us on Patreon at the Rank Podcast. And remember, please rate, review, and subscribe so we can keep this thing going. Anyway, enjoy the show. So I think the first thing we should do is just welcome everybody to a special edition mm. of the Rank Podcast, right? Mm, very special. We're going to talk, so things- talk about drugs and, you know, saying not talking to strangers in a special episode, right? That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Do, um, drugs, also- do, do drugs, talk to strangers. No, no, no I'm kidding. Kids. All the kids who listen to us. Wait, hold on a second. We're not sending that message? Um, well, not just Shit, now. I gotta rewrite it. Uh oh, <laughs> gotta redo my baseball rankings to, <laughs> re- to better reflect my position that we should talk to strangers and do drugs. <laughs> I'll find a way. I'll find yeah, a way. I know you will. You, um, you have you have one passion that's talking to strangers. That's yeah, that's definitely both of our passions for sure. <laughs> we've meanwhile, we've talked about how we hate talking to people we like, yeah, <laughs> we know and like. <laughs> Who's on the um, phone here? My best friend? I don't think so. Rejects. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, but no, it's uh, it's a special episode. We we actually made a decision that uh, so Tuesdays are going to be our movie episode day, and Thursdays are our top tens. Mm-hmm. Wednesday is going to be our limited series or bonus episode day, and so here you go. This is our first ever bonus episode where we're going to be ranking. Um, the teams that are in the MLB postseason, and giving you a prognostication on uh, who we think is going to win. Mm. Now, I, if you've listened to all of our episodes, then you'll know there was an episode, I don't remember which one, where we talked about how we're not so great at predicting things <laughs> like this. Yeah. So don't bet on our <laughs> predictions here. Yeah, don't go, don't go laying down money on our advice and then going, they said... Yeah, exactly. Um, but on the other hand, if you disagree with us, or if you agree with, actually, if you just want to join the conversation with us, um, then you know, let us know or email us at the rank with John and Zach at protonmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram or Threads or Twitter or is there another one? I don't know. <laughs> TikTok. TikTok's the other yeah. one. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, we also, you know, we, we sort of want to know if this is um, something that you would enjoy because we could potentially do power rankings for uh, the opening of the, of the NBA season if you wanted, uh, if, if you guys are if you guys are into this. So, yeah, let us know. But without further ado, let's let's dive right in. Let's uh, let's actually tell people what the plan is here. We're going to give you a power ranking on uh, the teams that are in the postseason. Then we're going to give you a prognostication on what we think the postseason is going to look like as far as, you know, who's going to win the wild, each wild card series, who's going to win each division series, who's going to win the championship series. We're not going to talk about the World Series, though, because that's mm. silly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Who cares about that? <laughs> we'll give you our predictions for all the series. And then 
at the end, we'll give you our predictions for who's going to win the uh, the individual awards at the end of the season. So, mm. so let's let's dive in. And since I've been talking this whole time, let's give Zach some room here. Why don't you give us your power ranking list? Well, uh, as, as you know, on here on the rank, we oh sorry, I was giving an agenda. <laughs> um, so number one, I think number one's probably going to be the same for both of us because. Um, there's been one team all season that has been pretty clearly better than I don't know the rest of the world, and that's the Atlanta Braves. I hate to say it, but it's really distressing that we're both going to have that at number one. Yeah, but uh, at the same time, what did they? What did their record end up being? Four and fifty-eight. Yeah, it's not like yeah, not like all you know. I, they didn't win one hundred and eighteen games. I would fucking want to die. But um, yeah, neither of us like the Braves. By the way, I don't know if anybody. Anybody ever picked that up? Met John being a Mets fan, and um, I'm a Yankee fan, but still don't fucking like the Braves. And <laughs> um, good for them, I suppose. But 140, but at the same time, they uh, led the universe in slugging and home runs. So um, they tied the all-time home run record for a team, and they have the best slugging percentage for a team ever. And well, they had a over 500 slugging percentage as a yeah. team. So you so you look at these these rankings and it's the Braves and then underneath that like the twenty seven Yankees and shit like that. So uh, okay, um, their pitching wasn't quite up to quite up to what they can usually do, but Spencer Strider still was fantastic. And um, I think behind him the rotation had some injuries or whatever, but they still had four games. And I think it's funny because I remember when uh, they traded Freddie Freeman or they let Freddie Freeman go and traded for Matt Olson. Yeah, it was, and everybody it was, was like, "Well, that's the end of the Braves." Yep, and uh, Matt Olson is—I'm not saying fifty-four had, home runs. Yeah, set the, set the franchise record for single-season home runs. That's all he did was come in and set the franchise record. <laughs> Freddie Freeman had a great season too, by the way. So yes, he really did. But at the same time, like I, I got to hand it to the Braves front office for just getting that one correct, apparently. So, and he's uh, Matt Olson is from the Georgia area. I don't know exactly where and. I think that kind of thing matters to Southern fans, particularly because he's a hometown boy who did good. So, yeah, you talk about your number one, which is probably the uh, Diamondbacks, right? Okay, well, I mean, no surprise here. We kind of already said it. My number one was Atlanta as well. Um, pretty much everything you said, I don't know that I need to add to it, so let's just go to uh, to what you have for number two. <laughs> the Braves are better than most of the other teams. So right, exactly. I mean, you, you hit every point I was going to make. So oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's okay. I'm not upset about it. Just go. <laughs> It'd be funny if every single one was me saying stuff, and then you're like, me too. <laughs> it might be. Number yeah. two. Um, number two, I have the Astros because they uh, I know they finished the season with a blip, but um, – they still seem to be about the best, the most talented and most experienced American League team. I know they didn't finish with anywhere near the best record. In fact, they almost finished with the same record as the Toronto Blue Jays, but that's because of late season skids. They had some some pitching woes, I think. I'm not even positive. They ended but up still, winning. they ended up winning the West. They ended up On winning the last West. day of the season. They got it done, and uh, that's how I feel like the postseason might go with them. You know, like you might think, oh, they're a little weaker than usual, and I feel like now they're just going to turn it on. I don't really want them to turn it on. I'm not really an Astros guy. It's funny. I was kind of rooting for them because I wanted Dusty Baker to get a championship, but now it's like, all right, enough, guys. You're, you're done. I'd really like to see Buck Showalter get a championship. It's kind me, of shitty. Me too. I was, I was in like, some, I don't know. Somebody's gonna hire him. I bet. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna give a, uh, 
prognostication that is almost certainly going to be wrong, but if it's right, I'm going to look like a genius. So he resigned from the Mets, right? Yeah, which means in the next two years, the Mets are going to win the World Series. Yeah, well, good luck. You know, congratulations. I know. <laughs> I don't know who you're going to get to, to coach the team, but uh, I think, I think the Yankees are going to fire Aaron Boone and he's going to go back to the Yankees. Wait, what? I think the Yankees are going to fire Aaron Boone and Buck Showalter is going to go back to the Yankees. Oh, and Buck Showalter. I'm like, what do you mean he's going to? They're either going to fire him and then bring him immediately back. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Our new manager <laughs> is Aaron Boone. He comes right back out. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't think when they fire managers, they don't leave the stage <laughs> like they do in my mind, apparently. Get out of here, Aaron Boone. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, Astros, they're uh, still a very good team, obviously. And, um, you know, how's their – I'm not even sure about their pitching staff now that I'm looking at it. Well, their pitching staff is, I mean, one and two are Verlander and Framber um, Valdez. So right, 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 yeah. That's a pretty good one-two punch. Yeah. You know, Verlander is, you know, 100,000 years old, by which I mean he's the same age as you and me. <laughs> <laughs> but in baseball years, that's But in baseball years, there's a Bob's Burgers episode where Bob is watching a pitcher pitch at the minor league stadium they have, and he says, he's still pitching? He's got to be my age. <laughs> so, um but yeah, they're yeah. I feel like they're gonna. I don't like using like these. Oh, I got a gut feeling, but I feel like they're gonna turn it on and be pretty dangerous in the postseason, and potentially get right back to the World Series. Uh yeah. Well, I guess we'll see. I mean, mm -hmm. um, ironically, my number two is also the Astros. Mm. Um, I, I think that. So historically, Verlander has not been fantastic. In the playoffs yeah you know and i i think he's had sort of a down year this year and not you know down year for verlander standards right i mean mm -hmm. um so i think that their their pitching staff is somewhat suspect going into into these playoffs mm -hmm. um so i i think they're more vulnerable this year than they have been in previous years plus you know i haven't seen any garbage cans <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Um, I don't even know if this matters, but in the uh, baseball video game I play, there's a special trait that you can give players, which is sign stealer, um, and you'll get a little, a little notification right before a pitch sometimes that what the pitch is going to be, and oh, really? a, little, a little icon for it is a trash can like lid, <laughs> and I, that's hilarious. <laughs> it's like trash can lid, and it's like oh fastball, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, they had to they had to remove all trash cans from Houston games. It's, That's right. It's really a disgusting stadium now. It's it's just filled with garbage, <laughs> by which I mean Texans. Oh man! <laughs> I mean they do play in Houston, so yeah, exactly. I did mess with Texas. Come at me, bro. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I want to mess with Texas, <laughs> just because there's a lot of them. But yeah, Laverlander looks like he finished at seven and three with a three point three one ERA, which is obviously just his American League, um, right? Pitching, but he just really good. Yeah, it's really good. He led the team in ERA, um, obviously in fewer innings. But I mean, you know, I, I, it, it's just the it, they're like veteran, experienced team now, and I feel like I, feel I like know that's gonna it's gonna help them for sure. So we'll see, though. I mean. Yeah. I, I am actually getting curious now. We're gonna have the exact same list, so yeah. um, I'm gonna say my number three, and you tell yeah, me if, if it's the same. The Orioles. 
No, it's not the same, actually. We, we oh, all right. Play. Well, so the Orioles are, you know, they're the surprise team of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, they, they ended the season well last year, but I don't think anybody saw 100 wins, over 100 wins coming. I definitely year. did not. I did not prognosticate 101 <laughs> wins for the Orioles. I wish I had. I could make some money. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, it's just like – so to to like the casual baseball fan, fan, right? If you said, "Oh yeah, their their top three starters going into the playoffs are uh, Kyle Bradish, <laughs> Dean Kramer, and John Means," uh -huh. <laughs> would you be like? I feel like your reaction would be, "They're going to the playoffs." Yeah, which which playoffs? Jim Mora senior moment playoffs. Playoffs. Um, <laughs> yeah, the New York Penn League playoffs. What are we talking about? But you know what I what I find fascinating about their team is just they're so well rounded. Mm -hmm. there's no like i mean they have stars obviously like gunner henderson is probably gonna well like i guess we'll wait but um you know adley rushman mm -hmm. anthony santander austin hayes i mean cedric mullins had a really down year mm -hmm. and that was the guy that we thought everybody was that was going to be mr oriole right mm -hmm. yeah um but they're still doing you know i just i i can appreciate a well put together team basically absolutely but, uh, what do you have for number three since it's not the orioles my number three is the dodgers um i'm kind of leaning a little bit more toward like experienced teams that i feel like are going to turn it on in the playoffs the dodgers i think pitching again like the astros they've been a little down this year um i think kershaw has been okay but they don't really have a a Cy Young candidate to my knowledge that i'm looking at here um but however they uh are still a good offensive club um I don't like betting against teams with two MVP caliber players in Freeman and Mookie Betts. Um, right. I thought it was funny because the uh, Dodgers lost in the World Series to the to the uh, Orioles, and then they lost. Not the Orioles. Why did I say the Orioles? The Red Sox, and then <laughs> and then they uh, lost in the playoffs to the Braves, and then they the next years they got out and like we'll we'll take your star player if you beat us in the playoffs. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, again, same with the Astros. I feel like there's a very decent chance the uh, Braves become dangerous. Not the Braves, God. <laughs> the, Dodgers. I don't know what, the Dodgers. I don't know what teams I'm talking about here. I feel like there's a very good chance that they uh, they turn it on. Um, I, I think the Dodgers' uh, starting pitching is very suspect. It is. It is. Well, I, I, like, I, I like the idea that Clayton Kershaw just continually comes back and I want him to be like you know Hall of Fame level playoff guy. I like Clayton Kershaw, but mm -hmm. I just you know historically that's not what he is. So that's true, but I want I want him to have a like a ace postseason. That's what I want. I used to root for the same thing with Barry Bonds because I hate that kind of that kind of talk. I hate that kind of talk. Oh me too. It's stupid. Like, like yeah. he's not a the great player because you know, one of nine people that are on the field. Yeah. For, I don't know. Just, yeah, it's not basketball where like we're all going to depend on him. He can only pitch one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> are we, we're, let's move on. Um, yeah. What's your number four? My number four is the Rays. So, uh, hey, me too. Hey, okay. But we, I don't apparently don't like the Orioles any much anywhere as much as you. The Rays. Well, let me ask you this. Do you have the Orioles next? Do you have a number five? I do. Okay. Guess who I have a number five? Is it the uh, whoever I said the Dodgers? 
Yeah, it's the Dodgers. Okay. Anyway, sorry. So, That's let's okay. so what's, what do you got for the Rays? The Rays have been this a fucking annoying team for for like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seasons, where just they always like just they just produce players out of the ether. I, I, think, they little, I think they have a little factory. They because they lose Cy Young winners and things like that, and then just immediately they're still pretty good. And uh, I think like I mean you it's said, a pretty amazing front office, really. It is. I don't really get it. I don't like it. They annoy me because they're in my division and they beat the Yankees more than I like. But they uh, seem they seem pretty well rounded. Um, I still, you know, I it's still hard to like even really name too many of their players off the top of your head. I know they had some injuries as well. Shane but. McClanahan, who's gone. Wander yeah. Franco, who's yeah. yeah gone. It's just sort of interesting. Those are the, the top two guys, and they're yeah. both gone. And they're but both there's Yandy Diaz, right? Yeah, absolutely. He had an excellent season. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. They're, uh, they they had an excellent staff ERA. Um, their their starters were good, despite the fact that you know I don't really remember any who them any of who they are. Uh, I guess I don't have much to say about the Rays except that they are good every year. So we'll see. Well, yeah. I mean, the the Rays are like this pesky, mm-hmm. you know, like plucky team. I, I don't know. I so they're not in my division, right? Yeah. I yeah. love the Rays. Yeah. I love that like a low budget team. Can just produce great um, results year mm-hmm. after year. It's it's just it's really cool. I kind of wish the Rays were the uh, A's. Me too. Well, they they were the A's. I mean, the A's were like that for a long time. For a long time, and now yeah, now, now they're stuck they just, in Tampa. Yeah, and I've I've also also secretly always hoped <laughs> that the Rays would move because Tampa is such a fucking ridiculous well, place that it, it's stupid. But it looks like they're going to get a new stadium. Well, yeah, I was just going to say congratulations to the Tampa Bay area and St. Petersburg for getting a new stadium. I mean, that's, I don't really like when teams move, you know? I don't, I don't either, but whatever. I just feel like it's shitty to the to the fan base. You um, should you should see some of the my some of my fantasies though about the Rays moving and being in cool places like Montreal or being a third team in New York or something like that. I get a little carried away. <laughs> <laughs> see, to me, just have more teams. That's true. Yeah, I, I, I prefer expansion. Yeah, that's true. How how is the Rays uh um attendance recently? I haven't even noticed. I think it's still near the bottom. Yeah. Um well done, guys. But they have a really terrible field. Uh <laughs> it's actually it's humorous at this point how much worse their field is than everybody else because all the other old stadiums have been gotten rid of back or when they first started in like three rivers and whatever since Cincinnati still existed, it didn't look quite as bad. But now they're just so far below the mean. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty sad. They were twenty seventh in the league in attendance. Well, do you know the Saint Tampa Saint Pete area at all? I mean, I know where it is on a map. <laughs> God, you're making me die. Um, I hate when you make me laugh because I cough. Um, I have I have emphysema, but. Um, <laughs> I, I get. I think I've heard that it's a, it, like annoying to get to the stadium for most places. Like it's like that's what road. I've heard too. So that might be part of it too. Like because I would definitely not feel like sitting in traffic to go see the Rays and just watch them on TV. Yeah, the Rays averaged seventeen thousand seven hundred eighty-one in attendance per game. Which honestly, that's way better. The the Rays have actually started to gain a fan following, which is nice. Yeah, um, but you'd hope so, given that they win constantly. But you know. 
the last one was obviously the A's. Yeah. Because, of course. But you know who was second to last? The Marlins. Well, Florida they, baseball. They had a good team this year. They had a good team this year. Kind of an exciting team, but Miami. Number one. The number one attendance team. I mean, I feel like it's probably the Braves or something. It's the Dodgers. Or the Dodgers. I was going to maybe say the Dodgers. I understand Dodgers, that. Then Yankees, then Padres, then Cardinals, which, by the way, that is a great fan base. Uh, because fun. they had a not good team. Yeah, well, I don't like it because they like to call themselves the best fans in baseball. And it's like, let other people call you that. Don't call yourselves that. Just makes me want to argue with them immediately. I mean, I that, that's the kind but, of person I am. I'm just argumentative. So, <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, every fan base is the best fans in the world. I like to think that the Yankees fans are definitely not the best fans in the world. <laughs> they, are, they are passionate, sometimes very funny, but usually kind of assholes and, um, they irritate the fuck out of me a lot of the time. Don't don't hate at me, Yankee fans. You know it. Well, and you know, I'm a big you know Mets fan, and I would say that we're not the best fans either. So I guess they don't all say it because we're just like as soon as something goes wrong, oh, it's fucking Mets, of course. Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah. yep. There's a Family Guy bit where it's, here's the first yes. pitch of the season. Up oh, the season, and the Mets are eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> yep, and that's exactly how you guys are. I live with a Mets fan too. Um, you know, this is I I, I wish people would like calm down because i'm a big yankee fan you're a mets fan. i live with a mets fan you're a mets fan but like i can enjoy mets games you know i i, I like yeah. that good. i just and enjoy watching baseball to be honest me, with you. me too i always tell people i like baseball more than i like the yankees i don't know if that's i actually agree with you i like baseball more than i like the mets yeah it sounds like i'm like shitting on the team but no it's just i like good games i like if my team had disappeared tomorrow i'd still enjoy baseball Probably right much yeah, I mean, you know, right. I agree with you. Um, anyway, let's let's keep going here. Um, I sort of was planning on us just reading our whole list and then not and saying we're, anything. Now we're, but now we're Yeah. Um, so let's see. You did your number four. My number we're, was the same. Number five for me is the Dodgers. For you, it's the Orioles. Well, you go, go ahead. What were you going to say about the Orioles? Uh, fucking Orioles. Um, uh, early in the season, it's like they can't keep this up, and then they absolutely fucking did. So whatever. Um, who are I, like all season? I'm like, who are these pitchers? I don't know who these guys are. Like, I, I know, know, I know, John means just. For but they had a they, yeah, but they had a good year. I mean, like, yeah. it's not like it were they were winning in spite of pitching. You know? No, yeah, they had an excellent pitching staff. It's so weird to say, and. They just it's it's actually kind of similar to the Orioles because they just sort of put some guys together and they have you mean the Rays? Good lord, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Someone re I think I need to turn myself off and then back on again. <laughs> but you no, know, they had an excellent um pitching staff in a in a sense, and uh they have fifty thousand prospects and they still have the best farm system, so whatever. Yeah. I'm happy for that though. I like I like Baltimore baseball. Me too. Funny, I didn't like him when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a different team. Well, I just it's so it's so funny what a hater you are when you're a kid. Oh, know? absolutely. <laughs> like I was like Cal Rifkin, like he sucks. <laughs> He's and now good. I'm like, why did I ever think that? Pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much exactly it. Um well, my number five is the Dodgers. I don't really have anything to add to what you said other than and I already said this, but I I just they're the starting pitching, it's uh, yeah, yeah. very suspect. Um, I, I, I just, I hesitate to even put them at five. But I mean, you win a hundred games, you know, like 
can I really put you that lower than yeah. that? Yeah. Find a way to win. Their offense is an absolutely incredible, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, on par with the Braves, I, I would say. Yeah. But um, so that sort of saves their pitching. But uh, my number six, I think we're going to differ here. Mm -hmm. Maybe not, though. I put Toronto. Okay. Um, I actually think Toronto is sneaky good. I think they have an excellent one-two punch for the uh, starting pitching, Kevin Gossman and uh, mm -hmm. Chris Bassett. And they're, they've got a sneaky good offense, you mm -hmm. know? Vlad Guerrero Jr., Bo Bichette, George Springer. But... And then, and they've got a you know like a decent closer too in Jordan Romano. Mm -hmm. So like, there's if I'm a Blue Jays fan, I'm feeling pretty psyched about the playoffs because you've you've got a solid core here going into it, and you don't have that many injuries to deal with. Yeah. So, what about you? What do you got for number six? I uh, feeling a little silly. I put the Blue Jays much lower than this. I uh, put the Phillies at number six. Um, I think that they're a good middle. Six seemed like a good place for them. Um, good, but maybe not the league's best offense and pitching. Um, their pitching was surprisingly good. Uh, yeah. I feel like there are starters all over the majors. Maybe I should save it for the Blue Jays, but starters all over the majors here that used to be on the Mets a year or two ago uh, and now are elsewhere having good seasons. Well, Noah Syndergaard hasn't had a good season since he left. So. He absolutely has not, and neither has Jacob deGrom. It's yeah. like... They have uh, Taiwan Walker had a pretty decent year, and uh, he used to be on the Mets. And, uh -huh. and uh, yeah, their, their offense is good. Seems like they could be a real threat. Maybe not go all the way. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, so my number six and seven. Oh, what's your number seven? That's my right. number seven is the Rangers. Um, I know that they kind of limped. They could have won the division and didn't, so they kind of limped in. But I still think they're pretty dangerous. They have a really good uh, offense as usual, and really streaky though. So, like, yeah, if it, if it comes alive, yeah, then, that could be yeah. that could be bad. Um, yeah, so uh, that's all I have to say about the Rangers because fuck them. Okay. I hate I hate Texas as we know. <laughs> well, my number seven is Milwaukee. Okay. Um, now, they just I think they probably have the most dangerous pitching staff in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But they, I think they also have the weakest offense yeah. in the playoffs. So I don't know how that's going to end up playing out. Usually I I tend towards believing in pitching when it comes mm -hmm. to the playoffs. But this year, pitching mm -hmm. hasn't really mattered that much. Yeah. It's been kind of a down year for starting pitching. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I, I could see them making a surprise run mm -hmm. because of the pitching. But... Uh, you know, I, I just I don't know that they've got enough firepower in their lineup to get Absolutely. them over the hump. So. Absolutely. So my number eight is the Phillies, and um, you know, sort of echoing what you said, they have a. I wouldn't say they have a great pitching staff. I think yeah. Zach Wheeler had a good year. Uh, Taiwan Walker had a better year than you would expect Taiwan Walker to have. Um, who's their other pitcher here? Their number two. Aaron oh, Nola. Yeah. How did I forget Aaron Nola? I didn't even talk about him. Doesn't matter. But but yeah, Aaron Nola is uh, you know, I think he should have been better. But I feel like that's pretty much the case for all starting pitching this year. Like everybody I it's like well, he should have been better. Um it's it sure seems like 
the changes with the you know the pitch clock benefited mm-hmm. the hitters more than the pitchers. That's mm-hmm. my take on it, which I didn't think was going to be the case. I thought it would be the other way around. Yeah, I uh, I kind of thought it wouldn't make any difference after a, like a, a small adjustment period, but it looks like it might have actually done. Yeah, that's true. I did think that you know they would adjust to it, but I thought the at the beginning it was going to be very like pitchers are going to do really well with this, but it, yeah. it was. I actually think that um, you know taking out the need to think helps. Yeah, know, like for a, a batter, like you can get in your head. I think. Yeah, exactly. Too long. Um, not the hitting was all that great this year either. Like what? What? We only had what? Like ten players that batted over three hundred. Yeah, but um, interestingly, the both. I mean, both uh, batting leaders batted pretty pretty well. Luis Arias was up at three fifty. Yeah, I mean that was great. And then you know, and even in the National League, you had two people above three thirty, but you only had one above three thirty in the uh, American yeah. League. I don't know. I just you know, it's uh, I, I miss having, you know, some <laughs> more of a challenge in the batting average statistic. But anyway, yeah, yeah the Phillies. Oh, go ahead. Well, look at these pitchers. They're, you know, we have a thousand relief pitchers who all come in throwing 110. You know, I know it's, it's kind true. of amazing that we don't have more strikeouts, and yet strikeouts were down this year. Oh, uh, yeah, it's uh, kind of an odd year, honestly. Or maybe, maybe hitters are just getting so good. Yeah, well, so, so on to hitters, the Phillies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give like a, a dishonorable mention here. Oh. And it's just my personal feeling on this, okay? But mm-hmm. I cannot stand mm-hmm. somebody who hits 40 home runs mm-hmm. and bats under 200, <laughs> Kyle Schwarber. Not your thing? No, I can't stand it. I'm like. You, you were in a big, uh, a big, uh, what's his face? Adam Dunn. Oh, you weren't in. Yeah, yeah there were Matt, a lot of guys. Mark there. Reynolds. Who's oh Dave God, Kingman? Mark. Dave Kingman. That's exactly who I was trying to think Joey of. Joey Gallo. He had a he had a heck of a year when he was with the Mets, but I guess you weren't into him. Well, I mean, you know, he didn't bat under two hundred for a whole year. I don't know how you can be in the majors and bat under two hundred. He hit fifty home runs. Yeah, that's like that's how you. But okay, well, what's his face? Um, Patrick Wisdom. I mean, I bet you if you left him in, you'd hit fifty home or you know forty home runs as well. But he'd probably bat like 102. I would love that. I would I want to see a whole season. Let's see if we can get somebody the lowest batting average possible and the most home runs possible. I do series. not wanna do not want to <laughs> see that. I would absolutely love that. You know how you know how people kind of liked watching pitchers flail at pitches while they were hitting? I kind of I want that. I want worse hitters, but like huge bombs. That's what I I want Pedro Serrano from Major League. That's what I want. <laughs> well, so but I mean, you know. Still, he's obviously a threat, and yeah. uh, they got Bryce Harper, who's you know one of the best players in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've got a really good offense. Anyway, I <laughs> maybe maybe they're maybe I should have them higher than Milwaukee just because of uh, their offensive capability. But yeah, I just I, I don't know that I trust the Phillies to to put it to I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of over-ranking offensive teams because I feel like offense has been so up this year. But Because, uh, like, I have the Phillies up at six and you have them down at eight. And uh, I don't know if we want to go to my number eight. Yeah, what's your number eight? Is the Brewers, because I'm kind of under-rating them. 
partly because of uh, just having no offense whatsoever. Yeah, the, I mean, who's their best offensive player? Uh, it's not um, – what's his face? Is it Christian Yelich? Would you say Christian Yelich is there? Uh, actually, no, I, I don't think I would. I can't um, – Willie see. Ademis, Rowdy Telez. Um, I don't know if I'm even saying their names right. Yeah, me neither. How much I pay attention to the Brewers. Oh, oh William Contreras. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Yelich had a good year. I, I'm sort of. It's okay, yeah. but it's not like what you would have expected out of him when he came in to baseball. And, you know. And and Mark Canna has been good since he came over from the Mets. It's just not much of an offense. <laughs> it isn't, but their pitching is very good. I feel like that's why I have them a little bit lower. Not hundred percent sure that a couple of good pitchers are really going to carry you this year. Who's their po their first matchup? They are playing the oh, they're Arizona Diamondbacks, but then they get the Dodgers if they win. Right, right. Well, what's your number nine? Number nine is the Blue Jays. Um, who you wow, think you really did underrank them? Uh, yeah, I yeah, a lot lower than you. I've they've been a kind of. I know they ended up with a good record, but watching them play against the Yankees every so often, they can be good, but they can also be like really lackluster in my in my view. Uh, you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr. had a little bit of a down season, still pretty good, and it just seems like they can never quite put together. Sometimes I underrate play, uh, players and teams who like I feel like should be better, which isn't yeah, fair. I can see that though. It's it's not really fair though because they are who they are, but um, we are who they thought we were. They were, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, yeah, I feel like they we could, let them off the hook. Yep, we. I feel like they could be like one of the top teams in the league, and they're just not. And their pitching was very good that you know the, this year. Um, not like world world beating, but pretty good. Um, Alec Manoa was pretty good. Chris, ba hey, Chris Bassett, talk about the Mets letting go pitchers. Yeah, no kidding. Suddenly having excellent years. Um, it's well, just like a decent year with the Mets too. Yeah, I was actually surprised when they let him go. I don't even. Remember I was that. too. But you know, I I feel like it's been a it's been a minute. The Mets have this thing where players get better when they leave, and um, and they get worse when they bring them in. Yep, they get worse. They bring oh, this is a big good add on. Oh, he sucks. Yeah, and I although Carlos Beltran, you know, he was, he was a good like, add on. He, Piazza, he yeah, Piazza was good. He was still better with the Dodgers. Probably See, to me, I don't look at Piazza as somebody that they brought on because they yeah. traded for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, so they didn't go spend money on him. Right. Well, they did, but they didn't. You know, it was yeah. an extension. Well, anyway, the I suppose we could spend all day dissecting the Mets. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. It sounds <laughs> like a depressing episode. It really does. So yeah, Blue Jays. But uh, we'll you know we'll see. I'm not down on them. I just feel like they're not gonna not gonna do quite as well as they could. Yeah, we should be at nine for you. Yeah, my number nine is Texas the Rangers. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of down on them. I don't. Yeah. I don't expect much from them. I think. Uh, you know, you lose Degrom, you lose Scherzer. You know, that's that's two big blows. You know, mm -hmm. and they've got they've got a good offense, but it's very streaky. Mm -hmm. And I just don't trust. And the thing is, is like you could say, you, you you know, they could become streaky in the playoffs, and then they're going to be really hard to beat, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just I just don't trust it. Is my issue. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, Nathan Eovaldi is their number one starter, and like, not, he's not bad or anything, but mm -hmm. he's not an ace. Yeah, um, I just, I just don't put much faith in 
in a team who's got that as their their number one starter. Absolutely. So. Unless somebody really steps up and is weirdly good in the playoffs, it's going to be tough to really advance. Exactly. So my number 10 is the Twins. Hey, Ooh. me too. Hey, there you go. Seems like a good place for them. Really good yep. pitching. Um, they do have good pitching. Here's They have oh. a really excellent closer too. Hey, yeah, what's his uh what's his Duran? Name? Yeah. And uh Duran. Here, it, it irritates me, Duran Duran. It irritates yeah. me. Thank you for getting my joke. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I I got it express from BS, but uh, it irritates me because he was an, a rare example in my mind of the Yankees getting somebody who stunk with the Yankees and then turned right back around in Sonny Gray. But I mean, still, congratulations to him. He's very good. And however, like I don't even know any of their offensive players, so I don't even care. Well, Max Kepler is probably their best offensive player. Yeah, and I mean. I'm just not interested. That's in worse than there. the Brewers, you know. I mean, that's yeah. Um, you know, I they're one. I still wouldn't be surprised if they made it far. If they I could can. make, if you got great pitching, and you great. you never you can't underestimate great pitching, right? Yep. And then just some situational hits, and you know, things can and momentum in the playoffs. I'm not a big like intangibles guy in baseball, but these short series every so often, I don't know. It reminds me of the tw those Twins teams from like the late '80s, where just you don't want to play them. Yeah. But we'll see. I don't. I don't think that this is necessarily them, but it could be. You know, the thing is, if it was, I'd be excited for them. I'd be pretty excited too. I, I don't mind the Twins at all. Are there well, another of those like kind of plucky teams that yeah. find a way to you know compete every year? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. So my I'm you know, my number ten is also the Twins. Mm -hmm. I think we talked about it. Let's go to number eleven. That's the Diamondbacks for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I actually think that they could be they could be sneaky in the playoffs too, um, just because you know Zach Gallen, Merrill mm -hmm. Kelly, that's a good one-two punch right there. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think they have that great of a closer and Paul Sewell, you know, but <laughs> whatever. Um, but their lineup is surprisingly pretty decent too, with you know an amazing rookie Corbin Carroll. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I I could see them. I I could see them just not doing anything, and I could see them kind of making a run. Um, but I, I, you know, I can't in good conscience paint, put them any higher than eleventh. So, what do you have for number eleven? We're in the made the playoffs, but only just technically yeah, area of, of the podcast. My number, our our twelve, eleven and twelve are the same, but my eleven is the Marlins, who I put high. Just because right. I know that they had a ridiculous, you know, I think they had the worst run differential. Of yeah, they have a negative run differential in the, the team that made it to a playoffs. So, but at the same time, they can be weirdly dynamic. I think it would be kind of neat if they made a little bit of a run, but I don't want them to win. I would anything. love it. I don't want them to win anything, though, because they're irritating. Like, it would be exactly like them, though. Just, you know, random World Series run. 1997, 2003. I mean, like... Remember, so 2003, I remember they were they were in the uh, NLCS against the Cubs. Against the Cubs and the Bart. And the, the Yankees, yeah, and then the, yeah, right, and then the Yankees were in the ALCS against the Red Sox. Mm -hmm. And I know you're a Yankees fan, so you're going to disagree with this, but I remember being like, that'd be so cool to see a, a you know, a Cubs-Red Sox World Series, because this was before either of them had broken their curse. Yeah. You know? um, oh, yeah. Just, no, I get it. I get that perfectly, but then both. Both had pretty pretty uh, gut punchy kind of endings to that. Exactly. So that's as it should be, though. Although I did <laughs> not enjoy playing the the Marlins in that World Series. 
I will say that um, what happened to Josh Beckett? I don't know. He looked like he was going to be like the next all time Ryan or yeah. something. I don't know. I was I was annoyed at him. He ended up going to the Red Sox, right? No, he was good there too, but not maybe not, not for there. very long though. Yeah, going to the Red anyway, Sox. I made the well, mistake that year of being like, well, as long as the Yankees beat the Red Sox in the LCS, I don't really mind the World Series going too badly potentially. And I feel like I cursed myself. In some yeah, way. why would you ever say something like that? I don't know because I really wanted them to win. It was like a bargaining with God kind of thing. Just I did not want to lose that game that game seven against the Red Sox that year. So I was like, if you win this, I don't care what happens after this. He's like, done and done. <laughs> you don't care what happens? Sounds good to me. Speaking well, of, you know who gave up that home run to Aaron Boone in game seven of the 2003 LCS in extra innings to lose the game? No, who? Is Tim Wakefield. Oh, that's right. RIP, Tim. Yeah, sorry, Tim. Didn't mean to bum everybody out, but he did give up that home run, so... But then he was excellent the next year in 2004, which we'll let's move on. Yeah, I <laughs> doubt you want to talk about that one. All right, well, I think, I mean, this is the list. When yeah. we, so um, I'm just going to do a quick rundown on what my my top, what the uh, power ranking is for me, and then you can do the same. Mm -hmm. I've got, so number one, Atlanta, then Houston, then Baltimore, then Tampa Bay, then Los Angeles, then Toronto, then Milwaukee, then Philadelphia, then Texas, then Minnesota, then Arizona, then Miami. And Miami, to me, I, if you have a negative run differential in the playoffs, that's you have to last. be you have to be twelve. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. fair. So, so, and then do a rundown for the listeners for you. Interestingly, I'm going to go with team names instead of locations: Braves, <laughs> Braves, Astros, Dodgers, Rays, Orioles, Phillies, Rangers, Brewers, Blue Jays. Twins, Marlins, and then Diamondbacks at the very end because I don't care about them at all. At least the Marlins are kind of interesting. So here's here's what I find interesting. Okay, we're gonna do we're gonna go series by series here and you mm -hmm. know prognosticate. But do you? I don't know about you, but my power rankings don't necessarily equal what I think is gonna happen in these yeah the playoffs. Kind of the same, yeah. Okay, all right. So let's start with uh, the NL wild card. And and I'll start. Mm -hmm. And I've got um, Milwaukee over mm -hmm. Arizona, two games to one. Mm -hmm. And then I've got Philadelphia over Miami, two games to none. Oh, okay. So what do you have? Um, I have the same as you, actually. Milwaukee over Arizona, and Philadelphia over Miami. I think both 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 uh, could be sweeps, frankly. Yeah. See, I just I think Zach Gallon or or uh, Merrill Kelly will pull one out for Arizona. Okay, fair. But I I'm I'm really down on Arizona. Watch they win the World Series, though. <laughs> well, the thing to me is that Milwaukee has such a suspect offense that if a pitcher has a good game, yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. You're right. Um, that's why I'm I'm giving them one game. But I just I don't think that Miami's going to get a game. All yeah, right, I'm so let's go to the. American League wild card series. So what do you have for those? Uh, Blue Jays over the Twins. The Twins could definitely sneak a game in there, but um, and uh, God, Tampa and Texas is kind of tough, isn't it? It is a tough one. What do you have? I'm giving a little bit of a surprise. Texas over Tampa. I think Tampa fumbles the ball. Texas uh, slugs some surprising clutch home runs. Okay. All right. So let's see. So for me, I've got Toronto over the Twins two games to one. Mm -hmm. 
And then I have Tampa Bay over Texas two games to one. Okay, okay. Um, I'm the uh, opposite on t- Tampa Bay and Texas, but that's okay. Yeah, so far three out of four are the same for us. Yeah. So let's head back over to the National League and let's do the National League Division Series. And I've got Mil- I've got um, Los Angeles over Milwaukee, mm. three games to two, which yeah. I actually found to be a very tough pick. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think that series could go either way, but I, I think it's going to be L.A. And then I've got Atlanta being Phil- beating Philadelphia three games to one. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I have L.A. beating Milwaukee, but um, I think it's going to be a less close series than you. I, you know, 3-1, say. Um, you know, at, at Milwaukee, after the first couple of pitchers, it's like a little tough to really get anything going for them. But, hey, hey, second hey. I'm I'm gonna be really crazy there. I'm giving Philadelphia over Atlanta. I think I could gonna, see that happening, honestly. I think I think the Phillies are gonna get hot in the playoffs a little bit like they did last year. Yeah, and uh, you know just, just and you know also I just think it would be fun. So <laughs> um, close like three two kind of close series, but I think Philadelphia is gonna eke it out and it's gonna be really fun. All right, so for the NLCS, you've got. The Dodgers versus the Phillies, and I've got the Dodgers versus the Braves. Mm. So let's head over to the ALDS. What do you have for that? Um, let's see. Uh, I I would have Houston and um, Houston uh, versus Toronto. Toronto. Um, Houston wins that one probably pretty convincingly. Um, I mean, Houston's very. I'm kind of like leaning very much on how recent playoff success here. I, I but, think that's pretty fair. So oh, that's okay. Houston wins. Um, probably, you know, probably like Blue Jays putting up a good fight kind of series, but not going to happen. And then uh, I'm going to go ahead and have the Orioles over uh, Texas. See, now I think that if Texas beats Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. that the Orioles will beat Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have Tampa Bay beating Texas. Yeah. I think okay. I think they'll end up beating the Orioles. Oh, so we have a we have a couple of pretty big deviations here already. Yep. Um, and I think I think that uh, so I have Tampa Bay beating Baltimore three games to two going mm-hmm. to the LCS, and I have Toronto beating Houston. Oh my goodness! To two. I yeah. love it. I'm enjoying our our fake worlds. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting things are happening. Um. All right. So you've got you've got Houston, the mm-hmm. Houston Astros versus the Baltimore Orioles in mm-hmm. the LCS, and I've got the Toronto Blue Jays versus the Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. All right, so let's head back over to the NLCS, mm-hmm. and I have Atlanta beating Los Angeles. I got Braves over the Dodgers, four games to one. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, mine is Philadelphia and LA, right? Yep. Uh, Philadelphia continues their hot streak, and oh, uh, oh win- Philly goes to the series. Yeah, they win pretty convincingly, like three games to one or so. In my in my view, I think that they are gonna. They're gonna. Lose. They're gonna. They're not even gonna play a, the fourth deciding game in your NLCS. no they're just gonna they're just gonna call it <laughs> <laughs> the Braves will forfeit. yep they don't care um yeah so that ends up with philadelphia in the world series and then the baltimore orioles are going to eat to win uh they're going to continue their winning ways because i don't i've been counting them out all season saying oh they're going to keep winning and they do so that's going to keep happening um and then the world series is going to be a uh, rematch of the 1983 world series okay i like that mm-hmm I didn't even I didn't even think about that, but you're right. That is, and and you know, Baltimore won that year. Mm-hmm. I always remembered thinking like 
because I like to look and see who won in the years that, you know, the year that I was born, right? Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, the NBA was the 76ers, mm-hmm. right? And baseball was the Orioles. And I remember just those two be specifically being like, really? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we we could have had a uh, all you know a double Philadelphia win that year. I know. But we didn't. Yeah, it's real sad. Um, all right, so you've got Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Playing in the World Series mm-hmm. with the Phillies. Yeah. Well, I guess you're, you know, we know I've got the Braves coming out of the NL, mm-hmm. and I've got Tampa Bay versus Toronto. Mm-hmm. I have Toronto beating Tampa Bay oh. four games to three. Okay. So I have a Blue Jays Braves World Series, and you have, so I'm shades of what, 1992. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have a uh, Orioles. Phillies World Series, shades of 1983. Yeah. <laughs> so let's find out. What do we have for winners here? I guess let's hear your winner first. Well, actually, you... tell me how many games. What what do you what's it gonna be? Four games to one, four games a sweep, four games to three. What do you have? Uh four games to one ish, you know. Four games to one. Okay. All right. I have four games to two. Okay. Okay. So who do you have? The uh it's gonna be a it's gonna be a uh carbon copy almost. It's uh the Baltimore Orioles. They are the- going Winning at all, okay. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be a solid all around team who are gonna play good baseball, and the Phillies are gonna like lose their streakiness at this point. They're gonna power through a lot of the NL, but then a lot of their situational hitting is gonna come up short. Well, I've got the Braves. Okay, <laughs> probably you're probably the one who's going to be correct, but. <laughs> Well, you know, it's actually pretty uncommon for the best record in baseball to also win the World Series. That's true. So um, I actually was trying to find a reason to not pick the Braves mm. because, I mean, I hate the fucking Braves. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's actually, when I when I wrote this all out and I was, you know, kind of figuring out my analysis for it, I was like, man, I don't even want to do it this year. Yeah, <laughs> like this has kind of been my dream is to do baseball analysis like yeah. this, and uh, and I have to pick the Braves the first time I ever do it. Give me a break. Yeah. That's um, why. That's why I decided just to make up, make up a fake hot streak <laughs> that the Phillies are going to have in my mind. But it could. Ha- I mean, any scenario could pretty much happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and you know, honestly, I don't like to put too much emphasis on offense, but the Braves are just. They have a like a pretty good rotation. Mm-hmm. They have okay closers, you know, not like setting the world on fire, but they're good, you know. And then they have the best offense in baseball. I just, you know, I just don't know how anybody beats them. Mm, good point. It's interesting though because, and I didn't consider this, but the 1992 World Series, the Blue Jays won four games. Blue Jays won against, yeah. <laughs> against the Braves. So, all right. Well, let's go on to. Um, the individual awards let's and as you can tell zach's excited (laughs) (laughs) no i am excited because you know i feel like it's going to be a i think we know who's going to win most of them well i i will say i will start the national league one and you can start the american league one because those are where our teams are so for the national league i just want to say a couple things here arias one back-to-back batting title batting titles mm-hmm. but in different leagues yeah fun right that's the first time that's ever happened and it's there's like only been oh sorry go ahead I was, I, 
he's just like, I don't care where I play, I'm gonna hit. <laughs> exactly. And he was he was hitting 400 like through halfway through the season. I mean, it's mm -hmm. unbelievable. There's only been two other players in history that have won batting titles in both leagues. Mm -hmm. DJ LeMayhew, 2016. That, that, Go ahead. I'm sorry. That one is a, a slightly surprising and an asterisk C since one of his bad. It is titles. one of them was 2020. So. Yeah. I mean, but I'm not Ed, complaining. I'm just saying, you know, it's a little, <laughs> it's a little Ed, different playing in 80 games or something. That's that's very true. Um, and Ed Delahanty was the oh, other one. Of course, Big Ed. Yeah, 1899 in the National League and 1902 in the American League. So I just think that's worth mentioning and pretty fascinating because, you know, that's Luis Arias had basically an MVP caliber season mm -hmm. for, for the way he plays baseball. And then the, my other honorable mention here is Matt Olson, right? Yeah, absolutely. Destroyed Atlanta records, 54 home runs, 130-something RBI. I mean, what an incredible year. And yet still, I wouldn't pick him for MVP. He's but like, I'm going to do, <laughs> do MVP last. I'm going to start with manager of the year. Okay. I picked Dave Roberts from the Dodgers. Okay, okay. Because I, I think that the Dodgers were expected to have sort of a down year this year, and yet they still won 100 games. Yeah, they're annoying. So I think it's pretty impressive. Um, rookie of the year. My runner-up here is Kodai Senga, mm -hmm. but I think the guy who's going to win is Corbin Carroll. Mm -hmm. 54 stolen bases, 25 home runs, and a 285 batting average. Yeah. Pretty excellent rookie campaign. Now, for Cy Young, I think Cy Young is somewhat tough in the National League, um, but I went with Spencer Strider. Mm -hmm. And I know people don't put much value in, in the win st statistic anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but he's the only pitcher that got 20 wins this year, and he did not have a great ERA, but yeah. 287 strikeouts to easily lead the league, mm -hmm. majors, and they had a decent whip. So that's who I think is going to win Cy Young. And then MVP, I've got Ronald Lacuna Jr. because okay. 40 home runs, 70 stolen bases, you know, above 330 batting average, and 149 runs scored. That seems that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, what do you have for your for National League? For the National League, where are we? I will start with Cy Young. I don't know why, because it's just what I'm doing. Okay. But uh, yeah, everybody's saying Blake Snell is a lock for that one. I'm not sure I see it. I I mean, I'm not a big wins guy, but you kind of got a hand to Dispenser Strider for having a great year. And uh, I mean, you know, Zach Allen had a really good year, et cetera. But Blake Snell, probably, I guess, even though he had seven wins or whatever he had, led the league in ERA by a lot. So actually, he led the majors in ERA. He did, and you know, that's a great season and everything. But I, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think the strikeouts are going to put Spencer Strider over the top on that. But yeah, maybe I'm wrong. It's like easy to forget that somehow. Um. All right. So, what do you have? What's your next one you want to do? Let's do uh, MVP because that's Ronald Acuna Jr. <laughs> that's really all I have to say about that. I mean, I mean, congratulations for being the best baseball player in the universe. Although Mookie Betts had a great season, but he you know, did. Like, Freddie Freeman had a great season. Matt Olson absolutely. had a great season, but I mean, this is this is, this is annoying. It's the it's Dodgers and Braves players. Get out of here, guys. <laughs> I don't want any of you. Anyway, Ronald McNeese is really good. He uh, This season with the 30-30 players, there's like four or five of them. I know. And, uh, 
Ronald Acuna had what seventy stolen bases. Seventy. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. it's I know not the, Ricky Henderson level, but it's, still for real. It's not even you know a half of Ricky Henderson level, but um, uh, yeah. But and I, and I know that the stolen bases are went were up this year because of the rule changes and the base enlargements. But whatever, seventy stolen bases is incredible. Yeah. So anyway, uh, oh, I'm still I'm still going here. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah. laughs> it's okay. You doing rookie uh, of the year next or rookie of the year? Let's do rookie of the year. Um, rookie of the year is Corbin Carroll, and I don't even really know. Did Kodai Senga had a good year? I guess I don't really. <laughs> I, I just don't wanted to give him a, a shout out because he's a Met. Yeah, and he, he actually had an under three ERA. Oh, well, yeah, I remember him pitching well at some points, but then I forgot he existed. So Corbin Carroll. <laughs> um, we'll move on to the manager of the year now. I'm going to surprise you. I'm going with Skip Schumacher. Um, okay. I think people are going to look at it. Most of the uh, National League teams who were supposed to be good were good, or the other way around. Most of the teams who were good were supposed to be good. And then they're going to look at it and say, you know, one-run games, whatever, uh, run differential. If your run differential, like, really is worse than your actual record, you know, your Pythagorean record is, you know, different, they'll, like, put that on manager a lot of the time and be like, he was good manager. <laughs> he made them win when they shouldn't have. <laughs> I'm really eloquent when it comes to these things. So I think people are going to look at that and be like, he really motivated that team to be better than they are. Whatever. Um, you know, that's a, I, that's a valid pick. I, you know, I might, I could, I could see me being wrong on that. I, th I think, I think you got something there. I don't really care about manager of the year. Cause it's always just whoever was surprising. And it's like, that's not, it's not really how it works. So now it's so, now it's uh, the American League individual awards. What do you what do you got? You can start it however you want to. Let's start at Cy Young since I did Cy Young last time. It's going to be Garrett Cole. Um, yeah. Congratulations to guys like Luis Castillo and Kevin Gauss. Kevin Gaussman. I mean, neat. And uh, Sonny Gray and uh, even the guys from the Orioles. But um, it's probably going to be Garrett Cole. He he led in several categories. He was really the only reason the Yankees were two games above five hundred. Our worst season since 1992, I think I saw. But whatever, over 500, I'm happy with that. Under under one whip, he's the only pitcher in the league that had an under one whip. Yeah, and he, he had a, at least one or two complete games, which is rare these days. So he was really the he was really the backbone of the Yankee staff. <laughs> staff. <laughs> bone. Um, <laughs> back. Wait. <laughs> confused the other i'm sorry just a quick aside that is not for baseball <laughs> i think i mentioned the other no i didn't send you this the other day i went to the library because i wanted a book out of the library and uh it was there's a sign on the door said closed for staff development and I, I said i said to myself don't say it don't say it and then i said out loud <laughs> to no one i'm developing a staff right now <laughs> So that's what I. Those are the sorts of things I say out loud to no one. Just want to mention that. AL uh, MVP, right? Who played in the American League this year? Oh, is he? It's Shohei Otani. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Seager, Julio Rodriguez, and good. Shohei Otani is uh, led the league in homers despite only playing 130 games or something. So yeah, exactly. We'll just we'll just give that. We'll 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 have the. Uh, you know, That's the, the Shohei Otani award. Yes, that we'll give the Shohei Otani award to him, and then the other guys can fight it out for neat season, guys. Um, <laughs> hopefully, he comes back fully healthy, and I would love to see him win Cy Young and MVP in the same year or something like that. I, 
I have I I was thinking the exact same thing. It would be so cool to see him win Cy Young and MVP because that's happened with pitchers, right? Mm-hmm. They win the Cy Young and then they also win the MVP. Yeah, but he's it's winning that great every year. But then he would get a Cy Young award for being a great pitcher, and he get an MVP award for being a great hitter. I think that's yeah. fun. He he's incredible. Um, I have been skeptical about him since he came over, and they said he was going to pitch and hit. I was like, he's going to get injured and die. He's going to fall off the face of the earth because he's not going to be able to do it. He's basically done it, and uh, hopefully these injuries don't end his career. I would not that not that end his career and that he can never play again. But well, end his pitching next- career. Yeah, that he's never quite the same player or something like that. Yeah. I would love to see him just change baseball. I love it. Um, I I really enjoyed the uh, um, WBC this year when before the season when uh, he struck out Mike Trout to win. I was mad that the U.S. didn't win, but love I love Japanese baseball. I love him. So uh, Shohei Otani, he's great. Um, AL MVP, Cy Young. Uh, let's do rookie of rookie the year. Of the year. Yeah, uh, I I'll go with Gunnar Henderson. Um, I think he's been one of the better players around. Um, these Orioles have like a lot of pluck, despite not having the greatest years on earth. You look at their offensive players, and it's like, does anybody really stand out as like an MVP candidate? Not really, but he was very good. And also, I love the name Gunnar Henderson. Yeah, he's. It seems Scandinavian. Slightly. Yeah. <laughs> um. I love playing baseball. Uh, <laughs> manager of the Morgan, Morgan. <laughs> AL Manager of the Year is easy. It's Brand, it's uh, Brandon Hyde for the Orioles. I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know how you don't pick him. Yeah. So um, that's why I wanted you to go first, especially with AL, because my MVP is Shohei Otani. My Cy yeah. Young pick is Garrett Cole. My Rookie yeah. of the Year pick is Gunnar Henderson. <laughs> and my Manager of the Year is Brandon Hyde. So. Oh, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I can't really add anything to it. Shohei is incredible. Yeah, we all know it. So um, that's it. That's our that's our uh, our whole thing. We've I've got the the Braves winning the World Series four games to do. Zach's got the Phillies winning the uh, World Series four games to one. Oh, I've got them beating the Blue Jays, and he's Zach's got the Phillies beating the Orioles, um, and. Our and our individual award picks. We both have for the AL. It's the exact same for both of us. Shohei Otani MVP, Garrett Cole Cy Young, Gunnar Henderson Rookie of the Year, Brandon Hyde Manager of the Year. Uh, we differed slightly on the National League side of things, where um, we both had Ronald Acuna Jr. as MVP. I have Spencer Strider as Cy Young. Zach has Blake Snell. Uh, we both had Corbin Carroll for Rookie of the Year, and I have Dave Roberts for Manager of the Year, and Zach has Skip Schumacher for Manager of the Year. So that's the whole thing. I hope you enjoyed our special episode. That's um, the whole thing. That's it. <laughs> <Go> away. <laughs> Join us tomorrow for the top 10 sports team logos, which kind of fits mm-hmm. with our special episode here. Um, and, you know, let us know if you liked this, and we can do more uh, – uh, sports analysis or just baseball analysis or, um, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we like baseball a lot. Um, we have always been sports fans. So yeah, if you like our, uh, our baseball analysis here and you want to hear, um, our thoughts on, you know, more sports, uh, let us know and maybe we'll consider doing a preseason power ranking for, uh, the NBA. Um, 
we could do you know a mid-season power ranking for at the NFL at some point. Um, but yeah, let us know. I don't know that we'll do hockey. Mm. Neither of us know it that well, and I don't know that I care enough about it to, <laughs> to learn it. But if you really want us to, then sure, we'll do hockey. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks again. And uh, oh, become patrons on our Patreon at patreon.com slash the rank podcast. Reach out to us on all the social media sites or email us at the rank with John and Zach at protonmail.com. And Zach, you had something to say, right? Did I? I just thought you'd say goodbye. Oh, goodbye. <laughs>